Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Crossbody of Work. My name is Evan. I am Javier. This week on the podcast, Mr. Kennedy. Pause for effect. Kennedy. Get really uncomfortably close to the microphone. Yeah. He kisses the microphone a lot. It's weird. You know, I respect it. It happens at least in two different matches that we watch. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Two different not, matches and a promo. Not in this uh, in this climate now. You don't kiss shared surfaces like that. Mm-mm. I don't think it's shared. It, I mean, how how often is it disinfected though? A reminder that this time two years ago we were bringing home our groceries and cleaning them. We were wiping down fucking boxes of tricks. It's a weird I, time. I wasn't doing. It. I wasn't doing it either. <laughs> I was looking at people do it and like watching the videos. I'm like, interesting. Just eating it straight out of the bag. <laughs> with your hands. Interesting. Yeah. Just with your hands. That's how things were going to go. Right. Oh, we're covering the career of Mr. Kennedy. Also, Mr. Anderson, uh, a talented wrestler from the mid-2000s. Yeah. A very, uh, I would say, memorable, very memorable wrestler. How is, okay, he's one of those guys that's weird because he's a memorable wrestler. Mm-hmm. But he's also forgettable. I think in my brain he's memorable because like the gimmick is very like there's lots of things about him that stand out. The gimmick itself, the way that he talked, the Mr. Kennedy shtick. The like, way he was, was positioned. It. Yeah. The, 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 the fact that he had some very high positions on the card that like never panned out. We'll talk about those. But in terms of his like career, everyone remembers him in WWE. It lasted four years. That's yeah, it. and he was hurt for a lot of it. Yeah, I mean the th- the thing also is like still wrestling, still wrestling. NWA he's with, baby, he's with the NWA. Yeah, I mean he's still he's still out there. He's still going, and I mean it's it's just so weird because so Mr. Kennedy, Ken Kennedy, Mr. Anderson, Ken Anderson, whatever the fuck, um, Ken Anderson being his real name, Kenneth Anderson. Shout out. Uh, I, it's just one of those things where it, like. It always felt like he should have been a main event guy. A hundred percent. He had all the all the characteristics. But he never really struck me as a guy, you know, like a top guy. See, I think that I only see that in the benefit of hindsight. In the moment, I was like, this dude's going to the moon. No, because even in the moment, I was like, eh, Randy Orton's better. Oh, so that was you. You were just debating back tattoos. Whereas I was like... I think this guy's got got what's it. I don't know. I just my thing was like I'm this dude's not beating John Cena. It's basically on a, scale, on a scale of Brock Lesnar to Ben Affleck, how bad is Mr. Kennedy's back tattoo? 
it's closer to Ben Affleck than Brock. It is. Brock's is is really cool. Gendy's isn't that bad because it only takes up like the his shoulder blades, like only the top part of it. Whereas it's ben just Affleck, not good. Ben Affleck's what the fuck? Ben Affleck. I mean, to be fair, I assume he got it when he was in his not great phase. I I assume so too. But like, if I'm J Lo, I'm I'm taking the laser removal and being like, all right, you know, he's she's it. she's not with Ben Affleck's for the looks. I feel. <laughs> She's you know, t- let's just be honest with ourselves. Ben Affleck's a good-looking guy. Yes, but we're talking about Jennifer Lopez. That is true. Let's do all the housekeeping things. Follow us on Twitter at Crossbody of Work, and wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. You can do it right on Spotify. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the things. Give us the five-star frog splash review. Check out the merch table, fullpressshop.com. Cop the merch. Support the boys. Also, be sure to check every week on fullpresswrestling.com to actually get the list of matches. We provide all the links. If we have links to YouTube clips or daily motion clips or Billy Billy clips, uh, check out fullpresswrestling.com. Lots of good articles there as well, but also check it out so you can see the matches that we talk about, especially if we tell you to go watch one. That we can go watch one. I mean, you could also Google it, but like we do the work for you. We're saving yeah. steps. Evan does all the work for you. That's true. I do. Unless it's Javier an episode where I need to talent. Like- Yes, yes. I, I merely show up. I'm in catering most of the time. <laughs> you are the JTG of this podcast. I only uh, I only put, put in some real effort when it's a wrestler that I know better than you. <laughs> That's true. And there will be times where I just offer it up to you and I'm like, I need you to do these things. And you go, okay. You're always willing to, to come in and do the job. I never say no. The, the Brooklyn thing. brawler of this podcast. So we already talked about our thoughts on Kennedy. I love the microphone gimmick. I thought it was a good hook. Yeah. It was one of those things of like you do it and then you never get rid of it. Like WWE has this weird thing where somebody will debut with a cool part of their gimmick and then eventually they're like, they don't need it. Yes, they fucking do. Just keep it. Like, I feel like they do that with like entrances too. They're like, yeah, we can dumb down the entrance. No, make it a spectacle every fucking time. Yeah. We're looking at you, Karen Cross. Um, I, my thing with the microphone is like, I, I feel like it's such a great thing because it works either way. Like you could be a heel and obviously it's a great heel shtick. Yeah. But I feel like it works as a baby face. Like you can really get behind it as a guy, like, especially with the pause. Yeah. You're we, just I mean, building we anticipation. We don't talk about this guy that much anymore, but you're telling me that like the being on his own microphone shtick didn't work for Enzo. Like that was like, it's, it's similar in terms of it's to get the people to chant along. Like, that's what Miss Kennedy's doing. And obviously, he can come out there. and But he's such a good heel. He is yes. a dick. Yeah, he's he is so good at making himself unlikable. And you know why that is, Evan? Why is that? He's from Green Bay, Wisconsin. That is mean and uncalled for. We're, re- we're still not recovered from Devontae Adams getting traded to Las Vegas. I, you haven't recovered. Yeah, you're right. I haven't recovered. I've been hung over this entire time because I was out champagne showering. I was fucking throwing the dollar bills up in the air. There was there, My neighbors filed a noise complaint. The happiness that I had. Ken Anderson signed with WWF in 2005 after being on the independent circuit for about five years. He had appeared on Jacked and in TNA before that and then debuted August 25th, 2005 on SmackDown and had a little undefeated streak. His undefeated streak was ended by a wrestler that we know and love, Eddie Guerrero. He lost to him by DQ in his first loss ever, which was also, coincidentally, Eddie's last match ever. It was for a spot on the Survivor Series team, and it was Eddie's last match was against Mr. Kennedy. 
I feel like if you lose by DQ, it doesn't count, though. Yeah. It shouldn't count. That's bullshit. Kennedy then lost, uh, tore his lat in December, returned in June 2006, won the U.S. title in a triple threat in September with Finley and Lashley, two guys who love to fight. I do uh, not remember Ken Kennedy with the fucking U.S. title. And then he got in his first, maybe not his first, but like a, a very memorable feud. I remember this feud with The Undertaker. That's where our first match is. Survivor Series 2006. Undertaker, Mr. Kennedy, first blood match. First blood matches are risky. You can just get cut. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing that happens. Listen, you can just trip, fall, and bust your head. That's right. Happened to me. Death is around every corner. (laughs) Cover your... YOLO, you ought to look out. (laughs) Yes, the responsible YOLO. You ought to look out. Don't YOLO. Say no, no. Uh, I saw yourself. Before the match... MVP, who was teaming with Kennedy against the Brothers of Destruction, gives what a, a what a feud. Yeah, MVP and Kennedy versus Kane and Undertaker. What a feud. Uh, Kennedy gets out. He's on the mic. He says he's going to end Taker's career. You are like, like you're many years too early. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Ken. You are not a hip injury. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Sad. You are not mother. You are mother time. You are, you are not, not mother time. You are not father time. No, okay. no, no, no. Uh, I'm down for mother time. You are not mommy time. <laughs> mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? So immediately upon getting in the ring, Kennedy takes pads off of two turnbuckles. Smart. He, he should. You're trying to make somebody bleed. I like that. There will be blood, so to speak. Um, Good movie. Not a hot take. I, I don't know why I said that like it was going to be a hot take. It's a great movie. I've abandoned movie. my child. I um, drink your milkshake. Anyways, uh, what are, what are uh, your thoughts on the match? I thought this match was not that. It's it's probably the worst match of the bunch, if I'm being honest. Oh, disagree. Our last match is by far the worst match. No, 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 no. That match is the most chaotic of the bunch. Yes. This is, I feel like, just wrestling is the worst. It's just punching. All they do is punch each other. Yes. The beginning of the match, Kennedy goes to the outside. Undertaker just gets him and throws his head into the ounce table upwards of a dozen times. Yeah. like Undertaker has a clear strategy. Also, I was marking out for the Mr. Kennedy entrance last night because my notes are substantial on just that. On just the entrance? Just the entrance. Just, it's a great entrance. Just the mic drop with the spotlight was the fucking flex of the century. The pause. The pause is incredible. Oh, and then my real Undertaker's entrance was a little over three minutes. Yeah, I skipped it. I've seen I it a lot. It too. I've seen it quite a bit. I just Life is too short to be watching Undertaker entrances on a consistent basis. How much of your life has been spent watching Undertaker entrances? More than I, I'm proud of. I would. That's a real stat I'd like. I, Homie, I truly think, I don't know about the afterlife, I want stats when I die. It's, it's quite literally been hours. Uh, it has to have been. It's and, quite and, literally been hours. It's fucking insane. I'll never understand people who, when they play wrestling video games, keep entrances on if that's an option, too. I skip like, it. Bro, we've seen so many entrances. Because can't you just press, like, A or X or whatever? You can just, at the like, beginning, just say skip entrances and then just load into the match. 
I just see. I like to have the entr I like the option of entrances, so I I leave them on and I just skip them. The first big move in this match is the top rope superplex by Taker, which which was like Undertaker hitting a superplex. I didn't know what did not know what the fuck was going on. It was great. I was like, what the hell? Um, um, low blow by Kennedy because all things are legal. It's a first blood match. Yeah, you I mean, just stab somebody in this match. You could. What was Carlito's boy? Was it Ricardo? Wasn't it Jesus? Same shit. My man stabbed John Cena. You never forgive. I will never forgive that man. Ever. Uh, I know. I don't give a fuck if it's kayfabe. After the low blow, uh, Kennedy gets elbowed in the mouth by Taker. And this is our first like little little storyline bit of the match. Yeah, MVP comes out. Yeah. And like with a towel and it cleans the blood while Lil Nage is distracted by the Undertaker. Yeah. Because the Undertaker, who's completely fine. <laughs> Who is just just chilling just chilling. And but apparently needs significant attention from Lil Nage. Mm-hmm. And they're making dinner plans for later. Oh, is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh MVP comes out like with a towel, cleans the blood up. MVP throws then throws Kennedy in the ring. Because I guess on SmackDown, Kennedy had done the same thing when MVP was trying to get away from Kane. Or both brothers of destruction, I believe. Oh, and just was like, here. <laughs> Have fun. MVP, by the way, is earlier in this pay-per-view, beat Kane in a cage match. <laughs> he did? That's apparent I guess so. That's what they they had like a little backstage uh conversation yeah. before the match started and i heard i didn't even hear that mvp wow. say that yeah he beat kane in a fucking cage match so candy gets back in bunch of right hands like you said this match is all punches it's all punches the whole time uh and then mvp comes in the ring no and, no no kennedy oh, rams takers head into the exposed turnbuckle right yes into the turnbuckles no blood by the way no blood bad plan and then we got to MVP. MVP comes in the ring. He has a chair. And just like Jon Stewart at SummerSlam, <laughs> who's he going to hit? No, he's in. He's very much wants to hit Kennedy. I don't know why, but he's like, fuck this dude. Yeah, Lone H grabs a chair, starts pulling on it to like get it away from him. But MVP knocks him out of the ring. Yeah, in, that inter- in the interim, Undertaker knocks down Kennedy. And so Kennedy's not there where MVP thought he was, and MVP just tur- turns and fires immediately. Catch and shoot by uh, yeah, MVP. Yeah, just clocks Taker clean in the dome. My and man starts he is gushing. Busted open. MVP gets out of dodge, and Kennedy has beaten the Undertaker. Yeah, Lil Nate, by the way, knocked out of the ring. This is not a Hebner cell. This man gets up almost immediately. It's because Lil Nate is built different. Lil Nate got that intestinal fortitude. Uh, Kennedy does a dumb thing and goes to taunt over Undertaker's body with his microphone, announcing himself as the winner of the match. Very predictably, gets his throat grabbed, chokes that huge, huge chair shot by Taker. Taker's just like bodying this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Starts bodying his Busted open, tombstone, absolute beating. Kennedy gets dragged out of the ring by Lil Nate. <laughs> Like a sacrificial lamb, he's like, best referee, Low Nage, a hundred percent. He's on the he's on the uh, the Mount Rushmore referees. Him, Red Shoes, uh, Kyoto, Jimmy Corderas. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the four. That's the four. I tell you who's not there. That's for damn sure. Match number two, 
a big moment in Mr. Kennedy's career. It's the Money in the Bank ladder match from WrestleMania 23. Our competitors in this car crash, Mr. Kennedy, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, King Booker, Finley, CM Punk, Edge, and Randy Orton. What a uh, fucking match this was. There are only two people in this match retired. The rest are still going. Holy fuck. CM Punk, Edge, Randy Orton, Mr. Kennedy, Jeff, and Matt Hardy are yeah. all still going. It's and King Booker, Booker is just, wow. just shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, like any uh, other Money in the Bank ladder match, this is a car crash. Like I said, it's a lot. There's a lot happening. Uh, this was my favorite match of the bunch. It's um, fun. I don't think it's the best match of the bunch, but it's my favorite. I think our first foray into TNA is the best match. Absolutely. But this is absolutely my favorite match. I just enjoyed this so much. Like, usually I put it on, like, 1.25 or or Mm -hmm. 1.5, and I, like, try to fly through these things. With this one, I, like, it was, like, a couple of minutes in, and I was like, hold on, let me slow this down and actually, like, pay attention. I was having a good time. That's fair. I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it. Any Money in the Bank match is, is worth it. It's worth a rewatch. Yeah. Just uh, you usually have good spots. Early on in the match, Kennedy goes to the outside and tries to get a ladder and just gets absolutely clean cocked by Randy Orton. And it's yeah, ironic. All the back tattoos. It's it's ironic how, how Randy Orton's the one that puts him on the ground, considering mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. he buried his chances of yeah, continuing we'll, with the company. We'll talk about that. Uh, Finley, with the first big moment of the match, diving on everyone to the outside jbl is beside himself on commentary i've never seen finley do that in all the years i've known finley nobody loves fit finley more than jbl on commentary if there's a fit finley appreciation society which there is especially because of the work he did backstage like as a producer he was beloved but also he was a fantastic wrestler as a wrestler it's led by john bradshaw layfield yes and i assume they're probably good friends i assume so so they seem like like two dudes being dudes. Um, Edge takes advantage of that carnage, goes to uh, sets up a ladder, goes to climb up. Matt Hardy comes in and just beats his ass because Matt Hardy doesn't forget. No, and Matt <laughs> Hardy doesn't die. That's um, true. Uh, Finley and Orton meet on the ladder on the inside. Uh, they get knocked off. Jeff manages to scurry up the. Uh, the ladder get a touches the briefcase. briefcase. He gets a finger on it, and Kendi knocks him over. <laughs> then we get the step ladder spot. So Booker T goes down to get a ladder from underneath the ring, pulls out a step ladder, and he's just like, "Tell me, I did not just." And before he could finish the sentence, CM Punk starts punching him. <laughs> Punk starts using the step ladder as a weapon, and legit just tosses it at Edge's face. No, it's the other way around. Edge tosses it right at Punk's face. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Edge legit throws it in his face. I, was, I read my own notes wrong. But yeah, Punk uses his weapon. Edge gets it and just whips it at Punk. Punk gets busted open from that shit. He does. Uh, Booker gets a little bit of shine. We get a run of spine busters in the ring. The Booker yeah, spine buster galore. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, and then we get a spinner Rooney. I love it because commentary is like, you could win the match. And Booker T is like, I'm getting my shit in. Yeah, and then the Hardys come in with ladders and just rock his ass. They want to do to Edge what they did to destroy Joey Mercury's wonderful face. Yeah, Matt does not forget. Once again, <laughs> Matt does not forget. People he side forget. affects him. And then they set him up for the face explosion, which is what I called it. That's a fair, that's a good name for it. 
Um, and then Edge gets the actually ends up getting the advantage and then try gets a suplex on Matt through the ladders that they set up for that face explosion. Yeah, Finley managed to break it up before uh, Edge got his face exploded. Yes. Good job, uh, Finley. A little bit down the line here. Uh, Kennedy puts Matt on a ladder mm-hmm. uh, and then tries to do a Kenton. It's just a swanton. But, but Ken Don. Ken. You get it? You get it? Yeah. Matt moved out of the way. And then while Kennedy's selling his back being hurt from hitting the ladder, Jeff flies in with a swanton. Showing him how it's done. Uh, Matt and Jeff swinging the ladder together to take out everyone. They're like, how are they going to coexist? The hardest, I'm like, we've seen the Hardys do this a thousand times. Like, they've, they've been in rumbles where, like, they have to brawl, and then they'll team up, and then they'll go back. Like, they're the only tag team that can survive doing this. Because they're literally brothers. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they, they have to. You uh, see each other Hardy, Thanksgiving. The Hardys start fighting on top of a ladder. Finley comes through and rocks people. Um, and then Edge goes on a spear fest. Edge with spears for everyone. Spear for you, spear for you, spear for you, spear for you. So he gets one for Finley, Orton, Booker, Matt, Jeff. Punk uh, jumps over the, the spear. Edge rocks himself in the corner. Mm-hmm. Punk then grabs a ladder and starts like airplaning with it. There's the whirly bird. Yeah, so, so he's airplaning with it. Uh, and then out of nowhere, Edge comes through, spears him, and Punk, who still has the ladder wrapped around his head, takes out Orin and Finley. Punk took a lot of um, shitty looking bumps in this. He took a lot of abuse this match. He took a lot of shitty looking bumps. Edge being the only guy in the ring starts climbing the ladder, but then former rated RKO buddy comes through. Randy Orton tips him over and Edge falls to the outside. Orton and, also doesn't forget. And then we get the murder of one Adam Copeland. Oh, yeah. So Matt, again, doesn't forget. Edge has wronged many people. Uh, <laughs> Matt gets Edge, and they put him on a, a, a ladder bridge on the outside that had been set up earlier, I think, by Edge. I think he was the one who set him up earlier. I lose track of that shit. Yeah, me too. Um, and Jeff is in the ring, and he's he's climbing the ladder, and Matt's like, Jeff, look at this excellent situation I've created for you. I have Edge, who we hate, right, lying prone on this ladder on the outside, and you, with your wonderful jumping ability are all alone on top of a ladder in the ring. I know you could turn around and win money in the bank right now because you're there for a long time. But how about you come on down here and kill my rifle with a top rope, just like seated leg drop thing. And (laughs) Jeff goes, kill my rifle. Sure. Jeff goes, that's a great plan, Matt. You always have my best intentions at heart. And Jeff kills Edge. Just absolutely obliterates him. And Matt checks on his brother. Looks Stretcher job from Matt uh, for, for Edge for here, Edge. obviously. Stretcher job for Edge. And then Matt goes, huh, and goes in the ring because he's going to try to win. Well, yeah. <laughs> Matt always steps, think it's two steps ahead. It's That's great. Like, well, I love it. Well, you know, Jeff's dead too. Somebody's got to win this for the yeah, Hardy Yeah, someone's going to win this. May as well be me. Um that's a bad influence it really is uh so rko to matt and then rko to finley rko to kennedy yeah punk hits him off the ladder orton off the ladder 
Mm-hmm. So, or it, there's two ladders now set up because they they are now incorporating Jeff's ladder that I used to to kill Edge. On. To kill Edge, yes, yes. Um, so so Clump Pump goes up one ad- ladder, Orton goes up the other, and Orton's like, "Well, fuck this dude," and just RKO's his ass off the ladder, which is an underrated RKO. It's a good RKO. Looked uh, real good. Orton then goes up again and goes forward on Booker, same same setup, but Booker switches it into a bookend off the ladder. Yes. Fucking uh, great. Booker has a chance to win. And who's the worst person in this match by far? Matt fucking Hardy. Why? Because who is he threatening Booker with? His wife and now WWE Hall of Famer Charmel. Exactly. Fucking so terrible. Booker's like, I don't want my wife to get so, if so, I if I win this and she gets hurt, I'm never hearing the end of it. So yeah, Booker gets down. Matt hits him with a twist of fate. Because again, Matt Hardy sucks. Booker sacrificed the money in the bank briefcase for peace. <laughs> and safety. <laughs> for love. For love. Uh Matt starts climbing the ladder. Finley tips the ladder on him. Finley has gotten a cut on the top of his very blonde, very short hair, and he has like a little mini Steve Carino situation where it's just spreading. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, and then so there's a ladder on the ground. Uh, Finley hits Celtic Cross on it to Mats. Um, and then Finley's we get doing everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite star shows up. Yeah, Finley's doing a wild sell job of yeah. his injuries here. And, and so uh, who comes out to help him? Hornswoggle, his bastard. Uh, he's here, and he's going to climb the ladder for Finley. Great strategy, TBH. I mean, it worked once for James Ellsworth. Yeah, for- and then Kennedy gets in the ring, kicks Finley, <laughs> climbs Hornswoggle the other ladder. Hands at, at Kennedy. Hornswoggle just keeps fucking slapping him. Uh, so he hits Hornswoggle with a Green Bay plunge off the fucking ladder. Hornswoggle is still alive, which is incredible. Uh, Finley throws ladder right at Kennedy, climbs up, but Punk comes through, drop kicks the ladder, and mm-hmm. fucking breaks it. Built different. CM Punk with the bionic drop kicks. Uh, then we get the, we really get to the finish. Go ahead, go into the finish. Yeah, Punk uh, goes up the ladder, touches the briefcase. Kennedy meets him there. They start throwing hands. They start throwing hands. Kennedy uh, gets pushed off the ladder by Punk. Kennedy immediately recovers, grabs a different ladder, throws it, and hits uh, Punk. So Punk gets off the ladder. Then Kennedy goes up, climbs the ladder, grabs the briefcase, and is now the holder of the Money in the Bank contract. Mr. Kennedy is Mr. Money in the Bank. This can only mean one thing. He's going to be a future world champion. We're going to take a break. When we get back, not a future world champion for Mr. Kennedy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back from the break. Before the break, Ms. Kennedy won the Money in the Bank briefcase. What happens to that briefcase, Javier? So Mr. Kennedy had, I believe it was a tricep injury. Or pec uh, injury? He they they thought it was going to be a five to seven month recovery for tearing tricep off the bone. Turns out it was a massive hematoma and it was not a, ter- a tear off yeah, the bone. It literally would have been like you'd have been gone for like a couple of weeks. It is about six weeks. Yeah, which is like fine. <laughs> there are people who sit catering for longer. But since they thought he was going to be out for five to seven months, he would lose the money in the bank briefcase to whom? Honest day. I see Vicky. Oh, my God. I hate that. Uh, Edge. Edge. It's Edge. Edge one. Yeah. So then after he returns from injury, he's drafted to Raw. And that's where we get our promo. It's a promo from June 18th, 2007. We know that it's exactly this Raw, despite nothing being on the clip. Because of what he's talking about, Mr. Kennedy is here to uh, eulogize somebody who was recently passed on. Who was that, Javier? Vincent. Kennedy McMahon. Mr. Kennedy is out here in a suit like he's getting drafted in the 03 NBA draft. I, I need, we need to talk about this outfit. Let's talk about the suit. So not only so this is a pants suit that listen, it's okay. <laughs> the suit is something straight out of Mad Men. But the worst part about it is my man just has a normal ass t-shirt. He doesn't have a collar, like a collared shirt, yeah. not wearing a tie. Not 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 even like a like a like a polo. Not not even just like a nice clean shirt underneath. No nope. neck. Homie is just wearing a regular t-shirt. It's probably his t-shirt. Might be his own merch. The thing that I don't love is that the suit is in no way tailored to him. At all. Does not look good. A guy like Mr. Kennedy, I expect to be immaculately dressed in a suit. You know what I mean? Like, just the way that he carries himself, you expect him to look good all the time. This suit is hanging off of him. Like, Yeah. It does not look good. It just doesn't look good. The promo itself, let's talk about presentation. Mike drops from the ceiling. Spotlight. Crowd oh. is dark. It's perfect. Yeah. The, the, the beige suit definitely reflects well here. I will say. <laughs> It's the perfect color for this situation. He's beige. And he's out here talking about how he's sick to his stomach for a couple of reasons. The first most obvious being that we lost Mr. McMahon. uh, I love how this happens the one week Vince was dead. Yes, this is literally the one week that Vince was dead. Because we all know what happens after that. Yes. Uh, The other reason he's sick 
is because I really, 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 really don't like you people at all. You people? That's right. Mr. Kennedy came out with a strong you people on his first night on Raw. Oh, you racist piece of shit, sir. Uh, And then he proceeds to, like, essentially... Get heel heat by eulogizing a dead man. I love how somebody dies and wrestling fans are like, oh, you're saying yeah, nice things about guy. him? Boo you. I mean, listen, he says it's because the people have no respect for talent. He goes, Mr. McMahon was a genius. And did you respect him? No. Uh, and he goes, I don't like to toot my own, my own horn or anything. But I just happen to be the greatest thing to ever grace the WWE, much less Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. But obviously, it's obvious, you people just have no respect for me. I'm a respectful guy. Not only did I respect Mr. McMahon, he was a friend of mine. He talks about how he would like banter with Vince. He talked about with Vince about his problems. It's like, is Vince is Vince like your, your side piece or something here? Or is Vince your daddy? Bah, bah, bah. We'll get into that. Oh, we will. Uh, he told me th- good things happen to good people, and great things happen to people who work really hard and grab that brass ring. It's 07. Still talking about the fucking brass ring. This man has loved brass rings forever. And don't wait for things to be handed for them on a silver platter. Like you people. That's why you sit there and I stand in here. It's a really good promo. It's a great promo and great delivery. Yeah. By the way, I don't think you'd always guarantee for Kennedy is he was going to deliver in a in a good way. And then he's talking a little more about Vince, and he goes, "He was like a father to me." And I go, "Fucking wink." I bet he fucking was, Ken. I will dedicate my career to the legacy of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And then just gets on the top rope. McMahon. McMahon. Um, yeah, this is a great thing. Also, on the note of just eulogizing, I know that Vince McMahon or Mr. McMahon didn't die, but like on wrestling eulogies, R.A.P. to Scott Hall. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Like, we did a Razor Ramon up, or Scott Hall. We did a Scott Hall episode, and actually I went back and I looked at the stats, and some people have been going back and listening to the Scott Hall episode since he passed away, if you want to do like a career retrospective. Um, Scott Hall, by all accounts, one of like the ultimate, like, guys in the locker room seems like everybody had nice things to say about scott hall so and based on his twitter activity in in recent years good guy you know quality guy quality i obviously like you know checkered history as far as his struggles uh with addiction and stuff like that and unfortunately you know gone way too soon because of that but yeah man it's it's really uh it's really cool to see uh, the clear legacy that he leaves behind. You yeah. know, not only as a wrestler, but as a, just as an individual. Like there were yeah. people coming out who I didn't even think were wrestling fans, and were like, "Oh my god, Razor Ramon's dead!" Or, or shout yeah. out to Shaha Chico and all that stuff. You know, yeah, very very sad. Uh, so back to our topic at hand. We mentioned about how uh, he calls Vince like a father to him. Well, guess what? This is right around the Vince's illegitimate son angle. Uh, because the Vince the Vince was supposed to die and then have an illegitimate son who was going to take over the company. That was earmarked to be the guy with Kennedy in his fucking name. 
It all made sense. It, in terms of storyline booking, it made a lot of sense yeah. for it to be Mr. Kennedy. There were obviously some hiccups. The Crispin Moss situation happened, forcing Mr. Man, the person, Vince McMahon, to come back to TV in, in order to just like acknowledge what happened. Um, and then Kennedy himself fumbled the bag. <laughs> Dickhead! Well, how did he fumble the bag, Javier? Didn't didn't he get, well he so he had a match on Raw. I actually believe it was the, wasn't it the Lakers versus Knicks tag team match? I believe so. Oh, or no, Lakers, Lakers versus Nuggets. Nuggets, yeah. Nuggets tag thing cuz they were pissed or Vince was pissed at Stan Kroenke. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh he did a hip toss to to Randy Orton and Randy Orton was like pissed cuz it really hurt. And they were like he was like, this guy's an unsafe worker. And then Cena, for some reason, also agreed, even though I don't think him and Cena ever really worked together. Uh, and yeah, because of that, he basically lo- not only lost his push, it would eventually lead to him losing his job. So then he was suspended for 30 days for a wellness violation, entered a feud in 2007 with HBK about getting rid of the old wrestlers. Good luck with that. Uh, so instead, the illegitimate son was Hornswoggle. I fucking hate it here. I hate it here. Why is it that when WWE doesn't know what to do, they just throw Hornswoggle at it? Or, like, just stupid shit. I don't know, man. I hate it. Armageddon 2007. A clean one-on-one match. Mr. Kennedy versus HBK. This clip, unforgivably, starts with a lovey-dovey scene between Edge and Vicky Guerrero, and I couldn't handle it. (laughs) Not Edge and Vicky romance. I couldn't handle it. I love how, like, Edge was like, I want to kiss. And then he kisses her hand. Bro, commit to the It's like... First off, you said you wanted a kiss, but you were the one that kissed her hand. Make it make sense. I don't get it. Kennedy is on top to start this match, laying in kicks and forearms to Michaels in the corner. HBK reverses, hits a big chop. Uh, Michaels gets tossed in the corner, does his trademark flip up the turnbuckle, which every time I see just makes me happy. We that man tumble up the top. We have to talk about Sean's pants. Okay, go off. They just look so glossy. I did. It was a distraction to me the entire yeah. match. My man was over here doing stuff, and I'm like, "Why is his ass so glossy? Like that ass was popping, but it wasn't because of the the gluteus maximus. It was because it was so like it literally looks like in the back. He was like, "All right, well, I've got these pleather pants over here." Let me fucking rub some Vaseline all around the ass region. It just wasn't a good decision. It the, Listen, the design was whatever, but the material used was not good. Just not good at all. It was, yeah, it was bad times. But, you know. Hey, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. That's true. That's a good line. It's a good one. Um, so, like I said, Michael's tossed up into the corner. Uh, hard toss in the turnbuckle, plus a tackle by Mr. Kennedy takes Michaels through the ropes to the outside. This is where I'm starting to look. I'm like, hmm, maybe Mr. Kennedy isn't the most uh, safe guy in the ring because that tackle to Michaels to the outside looked fucking brutal. Boy, Big E be doing that. That's true. Big E always be going straight through. Also, get better, Big E. That fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, you're in, you're in our thoughts. I really yeah. hope you... Uh, it's it's good to see that... The, I don't think he's going to need surgery. I think he avoided surgery. He's, mm-hmm. he, it's, it's not... I don't think anything's fractured, per se. I think it's a lot of 
obviously there's some damage, but I, I think he should be fine within a, within a few months. I hope so. I hope so. Um, Michael's back in the ring, and he's stomping on Kendi's hand, drags him back in the ring. He starts working over the hand a lot, and I was like, Butch, is that you? You know, <sighs> famous you. digit manipulator Butch. You son of a bee. For those of you who do not know, uh, Pete Dunn is Javier's favorite wrestler, but Pete Dunn's dead now. Long live Butch. I'm devastated. <laughs> Absolutely devastated by this. Uh, you say that you're butchered by the news? Devastating. It's it's annoying. I'm sorry. My mom's calling me. No, we we'll continue with the podcast. She can wait. I'm sorry. This is this is just a welcome distraction. Oh but fucking Butch. Uh, I hate it so much. It's so stupid. It's just another thing. Like they fucked up Ken Kennedy. They fuck up everything. They fuck up everything. That's just Kennedy what happens. Runs Michaels into the ring post, spine first on wall on the apron to get the advantage again. Uh, one of my favorite moves that I've seen is Kennedy hits a broski boot. <laughs> yes, so, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is a broski boot right on the on the roster? Two thousand seven. Yeah, he should he, be an edge head. He's an edge head, right? Yeah. He was either an edge head or he was just an ECW. He, yeah. was in one of, he was one of those two things. Broski boot by Kendi for the two. Backbreaker by Kendi. Stretches him over the knee. Um, long, long-ish headlock spot here where HBK fights out. Yes. It, there was a lot. Also, okay. The cheap plug for Shawn Michaels fucking DVD. Okay. So they, they were like, uh, I think it something like it, it was called heartbreak and something uh and they just they they like i think king or no jr says the fucking line just in reference to sean in this match and then king just starts plugging the the fucking dvd and i'm like well you shilling motherfuckers they love shilling that's the thing yeah it's they shills so there is the big headlock spot michael's fights out of it it takes him a while, but he does the classic. He bounces off the ropes, gets the forearms. They both go down. Michael's kip up again. I, I, I pop every time. Atomic drop city. It is atomic drop city. He's got the comeback button smashed. Yes. On two K twenty. I haven't played two K twenty two yet. Scoop slam. Oh, is that out? I think it is. Oh, yeah. Good for them, I guess. Uh, Good for them. Scoop slam. Elbow drop. Sean starts tuning the band, baby. Wound band. Uh, and Miss Kennedy dodges that shit. No, thank you. Yes. Uh, Kennedy dodges it, rolls him up for a near fall. Mm-hmm. Kennedy then starts, sets up Sean for a Green Bay plunge. Uh, Sean counters that into a roll up of his own for a near fall. Yep. Uh, Kennedy then launches Sean off the post. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, does he hit a Green Bay plunge or a mic check? A, he here? hits a Green Bay plunge here. Green Bay plunge for deer fall, and he's like, uh, "How dare he?" Kennedy punches Sean, but his hands are hurting. It's the hand that Michaels had been doing the butch job to. Yes, and And immediately he's like, "Fuck!" And then Sean, sweet chin music out of nowhere. I love that. Falls right on top of him. One, two, three. Sean Michaels wins the match. Cool to get a match with Sean Michaels. I like the ending. I like the end spot. I yeah, thought it was great good. finish. Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're looking at Mr. Kennedy as Mr. Anderson. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's dive back into Mr. Kennedy. On April 15, 2009, he was drafted back to Raw as one of the first picks. May 11th, he returns, uh, or they have a video package promoting his return. Two weeks later, he competes in that 10-man tag match that you were talking about, Team Lakers versus Team Nuggets. Kennedy was then released on May 29th, four days after he came back. And he said in March 2010, the reason why is because Randall Keith Orton complained to WWE management that he was reckless in the ring, citing a botched backdrop that caused Orton to land on his head and his neck. Orton said it could have ended his career, so he went said wanted Kennedy's career to end, at least in WWE. And apparently, according to Kennedy, Orton got other important person, John Cena, to complain to Vince as well. And that meant that McMahon released Kennedy. Shit. Yeah. If there's two know. people you don't want against you in WWE, especially in 2009, it is John Cena and Randy Orton. See, here's my thing, though. They is... once fought the entire roster. <laughs> yeah. And won. And won. Uh, Here's my thing is I feel like Kennedy just would not have worked in WWE during that era, that specific era from like 2008 okay. to what are, what are we saying? Like 13? Yeah, is that probably the, the height of the that's, Orton that's, Cena that's the thing. Next, the next switch. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like he doesn't really work in that era, especially, you know, like punk coming up, all that jazz. So it, like in a way, it was probably a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Because you know it, it really allowed him, it allows him to go to TNA and and he gets to extend his career a little more that way yeah. rather than staying at WWE and probably eventually just doing nothing. So the ten man tag that we talked about that wasn't why he fumbled the uh, illegitimate son back. That was just getting suspended for thirty days for wellness violation and then coming back and being like I'm your son and the lawyer went no but we're going to reveal it later and then it was Hornswoggle. I hate it here. January 2010, TNA signs Mr. Kennedy. He's no longer Mr. Kennedy. He goes by his actual last name, Mr. Anderson. Very strong Matrix vibes here. Uh, But he doesn't come out in a trench coat. He doesn't look like Hugo Weaving. Mr. Anderson. Uh, So then he gets in a feud early on with one Kurt Angle. Oh. Anderson is a, a dickhead heel immediately. I guess... Anderson had defeated Angle by hitting him with dog tags, and Angle accused him of disrespecting U.S. soldiers, which led to Anderson hitting him with a mic and starting a feud between the two of them. That leads to our first match. By the way, disrespectful to U.S. soldiers because he hit you with some dog tags? Mm Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I mean, there was once a WrestleMania match about a shampoo commercial, so. I mean, Kurt, you used to hit people with your fucking gold medal. Is that not disrespectful to America? 
No, because Kurt Angle is America. Mr. Anderson versus Kurt Angle, lockdown 2010. The rules are first man to walk out of the cage door wins. Not over the top, they're just out the door. This is lockdown. Anderson has the key after winning a match on impact. So he has the key literally around his neck. Oh, he apparently like cheated to get. I don't remember how. Not a surprise. Uh, early on, Anderson going for the padlock and with a back suplex. Before we dive into the, the the spots of the match, what did you think of this one? I really enjoyed this match. This, this is, is my favorite uh, match. Yeah, this is your favorite match. This is, in my opinion, the best match. Best quality uh, match, yeah. Yeah, it's best quality match. I again, WrestleMania, the 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 latter match, Money in the Bank at WrestleMania twenty three, is my favorite of the bunch, just because I really loved how much of a train wreck it was. I thought it was really fun from beginning to end. Yeah. But this match, I mean, as far as telling a story, the story told here was fantastic. Yeah, Anderson doing a really good job telling a story with Kurt here. Yeah. Um, so Anderson comes out. Yeah. And I swear to God, he's wearing eyeshadow. <laughs> Maybe he I is. I swear to it? God, he's wearing eyeshadow. What and it look, it? it's throwing me the hell off. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I have the key. My he precious. Do. And he kisses it. He's he he kisses a lot of stuff. Kind of weird. Uh, he's from Green Bay, so fuck that. Uh, hey, the Anderson just doesn't work for me with the it's Mr. Not the Anderson. It's just it. There's something about the Canada. I think it's because Canada can like also be said. You can't say Anderson that quickly. Anderson, like it just doesn't flow, whereas Kennedy has like that that, that, that of it all. Yeah, and it, it, I don't know. There's something about it ending in the A. It's like the it's like Adam Cole's thing, you know. Adam Cole, baby, the baby is like just great because it just rolls right like, there. He couldn't be Adam Cole. Like, I can't think of another word instead of baby, dude. Adam, Adam Cole, dude. <laughs> Woo! Adam Cole, bro. <laughs> Adam Cole, bro. What's up? It's Adam Cole, bro. All right. Uh, in the actual match, like I said, Anderson goes uh, for the padlock early. Angle hits him with a back suplex. Angle busted open real early in this one. Yeah, just from getting thrown into the cage, too, which is fucking yeah. crazy. Anderson choking him, tossed him in the cage wall. Uh, Anderson is at the cage door. Angle, Angle gets up, stops him. Angle, for his trouble, gets tossed into the cage door. <laughs> Angle getting his ass kicked early. Yeah, my favorite part of this match was so the key when when Anderson goes for the the padlock right away, the key gets left on the padlock, and Kurt yes. multiple times just looks over and just doesn't give a shit. He wants to keep beating on Kennedy because he disrespected the soldiers, Javier. Sure, uh, Kurt is bleeding a lot from a simple spot, which leads me to believe homie just bladed. Homie just hit him with the blade. Uh. Anderson gets cocky on the top row. Like he he's basically going for a dive, and he's like, "I'm gonna go even higher. I'm going to the top of the cage." And Kurt comes through overhead, belly to belly, off the top rope. Um, Anderson then like takes off, unwraps his wrist tape, and wraps it around Kurt's neck. And Kurt legit looks like he's going to pass out. Kurt is selling this so well. Kurt's he's got like, the Brock sell. He's purple. He's fucking pur- like, especially like right beneath his neck, that like chesty area. That's purple. It's crazy. He spits out his mouthpiece too, which Taz on commentary. Great call from Taz in this match, by the way. Taz Thought he was, was excellent. On one. Yeah, Taz he goes. On it's because he can't breathe. 
So he spit it out like his airflow is blocked. So he spit it out so he could breathe a little better. That's a great piece of information right there, Taz. Angle manages to break the leg scissors, fights to his feet, does hit a back suplex, but he is absolutely gassed. Yeah, but not gassed enough because he hits an overhead belly to belly. Yeah, he's got life again. Uh, And a huge lariat. Good lariat by Angle. Like that. I don't know what this this is called. I, I I don't even know what the fuck I'm referring to here, but I have a note that says Anderson with the running thing. Sure. No idea what that's supposed to be. What my notes say was angle slam attempt, Green Bay plunge instead by Anderson, angle avoids a mic check, and then we get a set of German suplexes. How many German suplexes are normally in a set of German suplexes? So I thought it was, th- I wrote Kurt three Germans. And then he was, I go, four, damn, five, six. Yeah, he got the full six pack. I go, Kurt's in his Brock phase. And then he hits a seventh one and he's done. Yeah, then he's done. Uh, instead of going for the door, Anderson is out at this point. Angle <laughs> instead pulls down the straps. Ankle lock, baby. That's right. It's time for the ankle lock. We get a reversal and a surprise mic check by Anderson. Anderson opens the door, but is caught by Angle before he can get out for an angle slam. Yeah, angle Kurt. could have then walked out the door. He's hit what all, he do, one of all of his moves. He's done all of his things. Angle instead closes the door and relocks it and throws the key into the crowd. Based on the rules set out in this match, no one can win now, except for maybe a person in the crowd. Ha <laughs> ha. So the child just walks in and is like, I've got it. No, it's Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle's going to Don't do this to me. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Uh, Anderson tries to escape by climbing the cage, which wouldn't win him the match, but at least he doesn't die. Uh, <laughs> and after a bit of jockey, and Kurt hits a German off the top rope. Which like is the top of the lit. middle ropes. Yeah. Uh, and then I go, Kurt, please no, because Kurt... Gets on top rope, and it's very obvious he's going for a moonsault. Yep. And then he just pauses and looks up, and I'm like, oh, no, Kurt, please. He gets on top of the cage, hits a, admittedly, picture-perfect moonsault on the top of the cage. gorgeous. Kurt Angle does have the best moonsault in the history of professional wrestling, in my opinion. I wrote, I wrote this son of a bitch is crazy. But this fuck me, Kurt. You are like so fucked up physically by this point in your life. Don't do that shit. Angle is going to walk out of the cage. How did the cage door get reopened? Who knows? Like I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I rewound it like like three times and I couldn't figure it out. Why is the cage door open? Why is water wet? These are things we just assume and move on. Is water wet? These are things we just assume <laughs> and move on. Angle could clearly walk out of the cage. Instead, Anderson... Flips him off the double birds, and that brings Angle back in. We get a low blow. We get a mic check. Anderson is crawling. I'm like, this son of a bitch is going to get out of this. He's he's managed to, you know, dumb babyface syndrome has claimed another victim in Kurt Angle. Angle locks in the ankle lock to drag him back in. No. God, no. I wish that. I wish it were. Uh... Oh, shit. No, wait. You're right. We're not yeah. on that part of the match. Awkward. Yeah. Uh, Anderson's tapping, but it doesn't matter. The only way yep. to win this match is to get out of the cage uh, through the door, not over the top. Anderson uh, rolls through, throw, gets Kurt into the cage, and then 
starts slithering out of the cage in the most awkward way possible. He's going feet out feet first, first, like sliding out, like he's like he's <laughs> hammered and trying to get out of bed. Yeah. Oh my god! It's How the ultimate I- like fucking obvious setup for a spot because Kurt comes through with the chain mm-hmm. and starts choking Kennedy before he can escape. Anderson. It's I mean. <laughs> Anderson's out. Uh, Kurt then just stares at him, spits in his face, stomps on him, and walks out to win the match. This match is awesome. You should go watch this match if you've never seen it. It's great. It's yeah. such good storytelling too. It's yeah, the, the storytelling is awesome. Part. Mr. Kendi or Mr. Anderson is a dick in it. Angle looks amazing. The moon salt's incredible. The six or seven German suplexes in a row are nuts. The like, selling. Both guys are selling very well, too. Let's talk about Mr. Anderson and his quest for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. This match is Mr. Anderson versus Jeffrey Hardy, Genesis 2011. Some background notes I got from Wikipedia. Tell me if I'm fucking them up. Anderson turned face, teamed with Jeff Hardy. Uh, they were called the Enigmatic Assholes, which is a terrible name. Uh, Hardy name. would end their team when Hardy won the title, pinning Anderson in a three-way match that also included Angle. Jeff Hardy won that title thanks to help from Hulk Hogan, fuck Hulk Hogan, and Eric Bischoff. Anderson got he a turned key. heel. They he handed him a chair and, and was part of Immortal. Yes, Immortal. And he is the Immortal Bischoff Jeff Hardy and was out for a little. Anderson returns in December, chases Hardy and Fortune. Fortune had also aligned with Immortal because. Stables need to be hanging out together all the time. For those who don't know, Fortune is uh, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, and uh, Frankie Kazarian. And others. <laughs> uh, he was a special guest referee for a title match between Hardy and Matt Morgan at Final Resolution. Anderson was bloodied and taken out of the match by Eric Bischoff, who then helped Hardy retain with another referee replacing Anderson. At Genesis, so earlier in this pay-per-view... Anderson defeats Morgan number one tennis match. By earlier, I mean the fucking match before. Anderson. It's the main the event. That it's was the, the main announced event. main event. Was Anderson versus Morgan number one tennis match. Anderson wins. We start the clip. Anderson has just won the match with Morgan. He's exhausted in the ring. And who's here but Easy E looking like a dad on vacation? He's got the long hair. He's like Easy E Bischoff is just chilling. Eric Bischoff comes out with a chair in hand. And he sits on the chair in the middle of the ring. And tells Anderson, like, you got the fortitude, all this, all this nonsense. And you know what? You did earn a shot at the at the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. You earned it right now. Because he's gonna have a match with, and I hate this name more than I can even explain, the immortal antichrist, Jeff Hardy. What the fuck is going on? It Jeff gets is worse. On his way to the ring. He is in a dress shirt, tie. And acid wash jeans. He is smoking. I a hate cigarette. He is, the manager of Hot Topic is on break, and he is here to defend the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> My man I'm is so one lip piercing away from just being the ultimate Pierce the Veil fan. Dear Maria, count me in. All right, that's not. That's I know not it's not, it. but it's just the only other thing I can think of right now. Uh, Jeff Hardy hits a twist of hate, and I I forget all of my fun childhood memories. <laughs> Anderson kicks out after the twist of hate. Second oh, twist of hate. God. 
and my favorite thing is this so okay so here's the thing you know what the worst part about all of this is it's not his entire outfit it's not even jeff hardy's outfit it's the title it's the desecration of the tna world championship jeff hardy got his own novelty belt and instead oh, of being man. a spinner or having an R or a smoking skull, it, it is... looks like fucking Willow. It literally just looks like Willow. His it his little Willow. character that he had. Yeah. It's just Willow. It is Willow. It's so bad. It's ugly. Uh, anyways, twist of hate, near fall. Uh, by the way, they they like go to a little bit of a wide shot, and you could see very clearly that Matt Morgan is still just sat ringside. <laughs> He's just chilling. On the floor, of, just sit. The clip that we've seen online of Randy Orton asking the, the crowd if the show's over, if he can stop selling. <laughs> Randy's like, are we Are we good? Are we good? Thumbs up. All right. Uh, so Matt Morgan is here. So uh, Anderson Man sent Hardy out to the floor, and Morgan with a... No, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. No, what? we had two twists of hates. What else? No, did we I didn't miss? say the second one. We only said yes, the first we did. one. I, the twist of hates, I hate them both. Anderson kicks out of both of them. I said that. Check the tape. Sends Hardy out to the floor to think about his life choices. Morgan with a disc at clothesline to help Anderson out. Because Hebner's distracted because he's the worst referee in history. He is the worst referee in history. You, you've convinced uh, me of this fact. Near fall because, you know, Jeff is the champion and fresh and he's not going to get rocked by a discus fucking clothesline. Um, uh, trading shot. Clothesline and a spinning neckbreaker by Anderson. Jeff hits a whisper in the wind. I'm surprised they didn't give that a shitty name too. <laughs> whisper the dark in the, whisper in the wind. The wh- whisper in the dark. Whisper in the dark. <laughs> scream, uh, scream in the scream in the. What's the opposite of wind? Still, <laughs> scream in the still. Anderson ends up on the outside. Hardy has a chair. I guess his plan is just to get disqualified or just also to beat the shit out of Anderson. And who shows up now, Javier? Who shows up and grabs a chair? But one Mick Foley That's in a right. leopard suit jacket. Nicholas and that is Foley it. Is here. And he takes his chair away. My man's rocking the leopard blazer with a normal t-shirt underneath. That's right. The drip is impeccable. And here to complain about the drip is Ric Flair, who wants to brawl with Foley because, of course, he does. Of course, and of security course. separates them. So many security personnel. Back in the ring, Hardy is up top, but gets crotched by Anderson. Also, this is where I realized that Jeff's jeans are ripped along the front of his leg. <laughs> it looks insane. Uh, we do get a swanton bomb. Anderson kicks out. Hardy does the like shirt off spot, and I think people cheered out of classical conditioning. Like, yeah. if you see Jeff start to remove his shirt, people just cheer. Not he's not looking great at this point in his career. Well, he's he's drugged up like a motherfucker. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's him and Matt, it. who we'll get to that. Uh, Swanton from Jeff for a near fall. Yeah. Little down the line, Anderson hits a Green Bay plunge. Uh, doesn't get a pin off though. Jeff calls Matt Hardy out. Matt Hardy is rocking braids like he's fucking Joey Mercury. Like he just got back from a spring break vacation in Cabo. No, no, he got back from a two-week vacation to a random island in the Caribbean and just decided, you know, it just changed my entire life. This is who I am now, bro. This is who I am now, bro. And within a month, they've decided they hate all of that shit. Uh, Matt Hardy is neutralized by RVD, and I just wrote in all caps, what is going on? <laughs> 
What not? So Bischoff is now in the ring. Back in the ring, it's Bischoff with Anderson. Bischoff has a chair. Anderson says, fuck this guy. Hits a mic check. Hardy slithers his way back into the ring. Goes for a twist of fate. Anderson managed to counter. Hits a mic check. One, two, three. Mr. Anderson is your new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. He has to he has to celebrate with that fucking belt that looks he kept like it Jeff. the whole time. No. Yes. I hate that. Um, Anderson. This is a weird thing. As Anderson is celebrating, because he's going to do his whole like into the mic, Sally. He motions for a fan to come in the ring. D- did you stay and watch this? I did not. <laughs> Anderson like motions for a fan to come in the ring to celebrate with him. The fan gets in the ring, has the thing. They don't show him at all. And then the fan gets kicked out, and you can see him hobbling back over the barricade with his. I think he had a sign for Anderson. Oh. I didn't understand what was going on, but I don't understand what's going on with any of this. All I know is Mr. Anderson won the TNA championship. He's won it, he ran, won it twice in his career. I think he held it for a combined like 70 days. Yeah, it's not it's not a very long time. It's not a long time. He won it this time as a baby face. It was a big baby face moment. He won it the second time of the heel. Pretty sure. What do you think, going back and looking at the career of Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Well, there's Anderson. more to his career. I mean, he had mm-hmm. his run in TNA. Then he went to the NWA. He's in a tag team, I believe. He's doing he's doing big things. I think he's won the NWA tag team titles. Um, but but no, I mean it's what did I think of Ken Kennedy? I think Ken Kennedy honestly ended up having the career that Ken Kennedy was gonna have. I I really do think that for all the talent that he had, he was just missing that like it factor to me to really be a main event level guy i thought he was good on the mic he's an excellent heel my thing is with him is he's an excellent mid-card heel he could have been the miz to a lesser charismatic degree i think that's that's like best case scenario for him would have been the miz fair best absolute best case scenario he didn't reach that point but that's what the best case scenario for a Mr. Anderson type would have been. I think that's fair. I think that his reputation for his behavior in the ring is also like something that dogged him for a while, which is a shame because in all the matches, we, like obviously we don't know. We're not in the ring with him. We don't yeah. know how it feels to be in the ring with that guy. But he, he did seem to have a lot of the skills in the ring like that you were looking for. He, I don't think he was going to put on like – 30 minute classics but also this wasn't the era for 30 minute classics you know yeah as a character i fucking loved his character i thought his character work was tremendous i thought he could be a great heel i thought he could be a good face if you if you twisted him around like i thought he had the ability to do both i kind of wish he he strikes me as a guy who would do well just carrying a mid-card title so the fact that he only had the u.s championship and then no other mid-card title in tna or WWE is just strange to me. He would have been a great IC champion. He would have been a great IC champion. And then, you know, gets dethroned by a a Kofi Kingston type, a Zack Ryder type, a whoever, any, any like, whatever the hot baby face is in the mid-card, let him put him over. Not a Ben Zack Ryder. What's that? 
said would not have been Zack Ryder. No, but I like Zack Ryder. I want him to. I, w- I want Matt Cardona to just continue to to flourish. Evan Bourne, good. baby. Evan Bourne season, baby. That's gonna wrap up this week's episode. Next week, oh Canada, we're back. We're back to Canada. We're back to French Canada, baby. We are covering the career of. They're like, oh, is it gonna be Sammy Zayn? Is it gonna be Kevin Owens? No, it's Maurice. Covering the career of Maurice next week. Maurice Ouellette. Maurice Ouellette. We just talked about The Miz. Now we're covering The Miz's wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Not intentional. No, not intentional, even a little bit. But next week, we're covering the career of Maurice. I'm very excited because I knew Maurice was there for the whole time, but then I only really knew about Maurice when I started getting back into wrestling. And by that point, she kind of transitioned out of the wrestling role. So I, I said remember see her matches. See, uh, my thing with Maurice is I very vividly remember her like debut, like promo clips, mm-hmm. the previews. Because she was like in this tub with bubble baths, and I was like, "What type of fucking character is this?" <laughs> like, I did, I didn't even think of it. Like, I did not view it from a like horny child perspective. I was more of a, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> the and that, like that's always stuck with me for Maurice. The fact that they always gave that they just keep going back to the bubble bath thing because they also started that with Liv Morgan, remember? Yeah. And I think Emelina that probably would have been like, why are we doing this? Like, what are we doing here, guys? Stop invading people when they're having the bubble baths. Let them have the bubble baths. <laughs> with the rubber ducky. Mr. Bubble Bath. All right. Uh Javier, where can people find you on social media? I'm on the Twitter machine at JMelo Sports. Follow me. Follow me on Twitter at uh, it's Evan Gomes, I-T-S-E-V-A-N-G-O-M-E-S. Follow the podcast on Twitter, most importantly, at Crossbody of Work. That we can figure out what's uh, you know what's coming up. You can hear us tweet random nonsense if we live tweet anything. I live tweet the Royal Rumble and then haven't done it since. I should do it for another show. <laughs> I mean, WrestleMania is around the corner. WrestleMania is around the corner. And I'm genuinely not excited. I this has been such a disappointing build. This for is the least excited I've been for WrestleMania. Thirty-four. Thirty-four was not I was not looking forward I to I wasn't super excited for thirty-two. Thirty-two as well. I remember yeah. see here's the thing though. You know what's the worst part? The the worst part about the the, the, the lasting legacy of WrestleMania thirty one that has become the worst thing ever is that the build for WrestleMania thirty one was fucking awful. And then it was an excellent show. And then it slapped, so now yeah. everyone is like, I swear to God, this happens every time there's a shit build to WrestleMania. It's like it's gonna be, be great, bro. Because thirty one was, was the one of the worst builds ever to a WrestleMania, and then it was one of the best WrestleManias we've had. No, this WrestleMania is probably gonna suck. I'm excited about a couple matches. I'm really excited about Edge and AJ. Obviously, you know, even though the build's been shit, I'm really well, I'm excited Logan to Paul see to get, to get kicked in the teeth. I'm excited to see Roman and Brock, honestly, again. because I'm, I'm weirdly excited to see Pat McAfee wrestle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you shouldn't be weirdly excited. He's had a couple of good matches, and I'm really excited to see what yeah, he does. And, with then, the... and then we're two more matches away from having a Pat McAfee five uh, or episode. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's it's not great. It's not great, but this was. Thank you for joining us as we covered the career of Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson. Back next week to cover Maurice. We'll talk to you then. Oh, wait, no, we need life advice with Javier. I yes, almost I was about I to say, you almost fucking took away my gimmick.
I almost went home before it's time to go home. You almost took the copyright logo is not out yet, sir. Javier, any final words for the people? Honestly, no. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything this week. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Um, Let me get my shit in. You got any shit to get in? No. <laughs> Life advice with Javier? I mean, I don't know. It's been an okay week for me. Go outside. Um, <laughs> Yeah, go outside. It's actually a beautiful day out here. It's a beautiful day here, too. In Boston. Yeah, no, you know what? That's it. Go outside, dude. Like, honestly, um, I I understand, like, a lot of the time it's really, like, if especially if you're not, like, an outside kind of person. Like, you don't need anything to do. Just go for a walk or something. If you can't walk, I mean, try to to get somewhere um, that is cool like you know maybe like a park or something or just be outside like it that's one thing that i really have learned over the last couple of years is that honestly just being outside when it's really nice outside you don't even have to be doing anything just being outside like it, it really does kind of uplift your mood a little bit fair fair go that's outside. life advice this week it's just touch go outside touch some grass just just be in the presence of life and get excited for those seasonal allergies to start showing up. That's it for this week. Now the go-home light's on. We'll see you next week. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.